And here we are again. It's Mike Up Radio. I'm Mike Gabriel. Well, Mark, we're back, bud. We're back. How does it feel, man? Feels great. Yeah, it's been a while. It's a good week to be back. Yeah, I think so. It's Super Bowl week. It's like opening night. It's like opening night for us again, too. I'm getting the goosebumps. <laughs> uh, listen, um, before we get the show going, I want to talk about that Fred Rogan Oh yeah, that I was on. That was awesome. Yeah, I was on uh, a show called The Choice. It was on uh, NBC Channel Four with Fred Rogan. And Fred Rogan was looking for a um, weekly a new panelist for the show, it, yeah. and so there was uh, there was sixty. They had they had a few people come in to audition. There was I don't know sixty or seventy people auditioning. Then they went to the top sixteen. I made the top sixteen, and then I went all the way to the top four. Uh, lost in the top four. That's you know the thing is, people are asking me what happened to that whole thing. Hey Mike, what happened? Like. You know, for me, if I had a friend or a family member on that show, you would think you'd TiVo and and uh, and record the show, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Make sure you watch it like yeah. you did. I still have it. I mean, <laughs> why are you asking me? Should you record it and find Definitely. out what happened to it? Like, why? Why? What am I updating you for? Yeah. So, anyways, I lost in the final four to um, to a, to a younger uh, male who was uh, from USC, and he caught me off guard. To be honest with you, yeah, he was a little cocky. <laughs> he caught me a little <laughs> bit off guard. <laughs> I didn't expect him to be that way, but uh, look, he did what he was supposed to do, and uh, he got the job done. I lost, and I wasn't as good as he was that day. He was a little bit better than me. It is what it is. I learned from it. Uh, he lost in the final to another guy, so congratulations to all of them. Yeah. It was fun. It was a great experience. Yeah, I'm happy I did it. Um, you know, it's you thank yourself for doing it. You're not happy it happened the way it ended, but you, you thank yourself for doing it. So it Making it to good. top four is big. That means, you know... You it did, was. You did, the, you did right, you know? Listen, man, I was in the NBC studio filming, doing shows with Fred Rogan. Yeah. And I was being treated like a, a guest on a show. It was awesome. It I was mean, Fred great. Rogan's the Hall of Famer. He's a big time. He's, he's yeah. awesome. He's a really good guy, too. The producers were amazing. The people there were amazing. It, the whole the whole experience was tremendous. That's awesome. And so um, Good for you, man. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. But uh, look, it's Super Bowl week. And um, the Rams. you got a big smile on your face. You're a 49er fan. Yep. I'm a Ram fan. I've been since I was a kid, as you know. Yep. Had season tickets. Uh, the family did as a kid back in the Anaheim days. Uh, they went to St. Louis. I, I stuck with them. I went to a couple of games in St. Louis. This is big, obviously, for me. This is a big, big week. Definitely. Rams in the Super Bowl. They're back. Um, and, and they're playing a team, uh, the Patriots. Who, dynasty. Yeah, in 2001, started that dynasty, believe it or not, against the Rams. And now the Rams have a chance to break them off that dynasty, maybe start a new dynasty of their own. You never know. Yeah. I think they're ready for it. I think so, too. And I think the the reason why I say that is because me being a Ram fan, I'm not a homer, as you know. I'll tell you how it is. But I don't think they're scared of the stage. I think they got the personnel and players. I think they got the coaching staff to win it, too. So I think those three things are big. I think Jared Goff got, went, you know, went through that game in New Orleans. He kind of got shooken up in the, in the at least the first quarter yeah. and a half or so. He learned big time from it that he grew up from that game. They did that basically without Todd Gurley. Definitely. I mean, and they could have gone either way. They could have got blown out. Like, yeah. But they they stand pat and they came back and they won. 13 nothing. Obviously that big call, Nicole Roby Coleman, the no-non yeah. call, uh, was obviously a big one. They they throw a flag there. Rams lose most likely. Uh, then then they, they're not playing this week. But you can also go back to the face masks that the referees for uh, didn't call. You go back to a holding they didn't call. Uh, and and the Saints still had chances. They were still up three points. They should have stopped the Rams and not tie it. Uh, and then they had the ball in overtime. They could yeah. have scored their two. And they two big kicks. They got them. Yeah. Which this year all the kickers have been yeah. choking. Look at By Chicago. By the way, Greg Zerline's left foot wasn't good. Wasn't 100% healthy wow. when he kicked the big one to win it. The 57-yarder. Dude, that's Imagine sick. That. <laughs> 57 <laughs> yards is no joke. 57 yards is no joke. Kids are missing 20-some yarders this whole year. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
you you tell that to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, Chicago. You know, uh, Chicago. Um, he actually practices that. Cody Parker. The Cody Parkey. He practices that in the off season to hit posts. Did you know that? No. Yeah, go on his Instagram page. He should be practicing to the opposite, I think, right? He hits post to practice. And he hits a post. There's a video of him. He hits the post uh-huh. and then hashtag accurate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you wonder why he's hitting post all season. That's he hit, I think, four of them in Chicago against Detroit. He hits the post to, to try to win the game against uh, Philly. He's doing the wrong sport? I don't know. Maybe you know? I don't know. Yeah. It's like those guys that go to the gym and they think they're doing a good routine and they've got no <laughs> muscles and then they're like, yeah, I got this. I mean, <laughs> I, think, uh, I don't know. Yeah, man, I don't know if that's that's the best of practice. Um, but, yeah, if you want to check that out. That's that Bears great. team was good, though. That Bears team, in my opinion, was probably the best in the NFC. I think they could have probably went anywhere and won because of that defense. That defense. Defense travels. Oh. Defense travels. Defense, running game, and the playoffs. And Trubisky was doing everything. just enough. Yeah, I don't like him. Oh, he's... Ugh. But he's one of those guys who, yeah. you know, you have a great defense. All you need is a decent quarterback to just not make mistakes. Trubisky is kind of that guy. You know, I think he could make mistakes. He doesn't throw the ball any further than 15 yards. That's gross. He's he's not a good quarterback. I but don't like what they did. They tr- they traded all these guys and the, and everything for that pick for yeah, Trubisky. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, really? But look at look at your boy Goff. They wrote him off two years ago. Now he's in the Super Bowl. You just need the right coaches sometimes and the right surroundings. And yeah, you go with Goff. He's a system quarterback. Yeah. Goff is not successful anywhere else. No. Yeah, it, it, when Goff gets paid and he gets $25 million, $30 million a year, he should get half of that to Sean McVay. Because <laughs> he's successful because of McVay. You know? So you think McVay's ready for this week? You think he's got it? You think McVay it was a guy who was born for this. Yeah, for sure, right? You know, he this is, this is what he lives for, man. He, he just, yeah, he's licking his chops right now. He loves this stuff. It's not obviously going to be easy for him. It's not going to be easy for the Patriots. You know, it's it's going to be a really pressure on Brady. tough fought game. They got to put be pressure. It's going to be a close game. Oh yeah. It's going to be a high scoring game. Um, you know, it's you know how are you going to pressure Tom Brady because he never gets touched never. throughout games. So how are you going to get to him? If anybody's going to him, maybe it's that defensive line, right, with Fowler and Sue and Donald and Brockers. I mean, those three guys, at least three or four. They got some the boys best. that can play. They're yeah. playing the best football all season. Yep. Especially uh, Sue and especially Donald. Fowler. Donald's been 20 and a half sacks all year for a nose tackle. Yeah. I mean, He's on. a beast. I don't think you – I mean, are we ever going to see that as a nose tackle? So I think they got a chance because of their defense – I think they got to score at least 30 points to beat them, though. I think the Pats are going to score 27, 28 points. Um, but I, I, I do. I like the Rams. I do like the Rams to win. I really do. They're now dogs by three points. It's three? It's yeah. A, wow. Yeah. They, were they started off favorite by one. one. Yeah. Then they were down. They were dogs by one and a half. And then yesterday I saw they were dogs by three. That's a good teaser bet. Oh, to the overs. Yeah. I, that's, I think that's a great teaser bet. Should we turn this into a betting show or? No, uh, not yet. We okay. have, it's not legally. <laughs> I don't do anything it illegal is in anymore. Some states. Um, we're gonna get back to the Super Bowl stuff. We're getting, we're getting. Um, Coin toss too, by the way. Here. Right, that's all I bet oh, on. Yeah, but I think that's the last show we did was the last. <laughs> yeah, <Super Bowl>. <laughs> we took Coin toss. That's all I bet on. Bet. Hey, what about uh, Anthony Davis? Once out, supposedly through through his through his agent. Through LeBron. Uh, yeah, through <laughs> his agent LeBron James. <laughs> Uh, Rich Paul, of course, is his standing agent. Right. LeBron James, his agent behind the curtains. LeBron they, James is they, the commissioner. And commissioner. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. They find Anthony Davis today for $50,000. Yeah. What is that? He makes 51000 every eight minutes played crazy. in the NBA. 51000 every eight minutes played. 
Guys don't make that in a year. Did. So, uh, $50,000 is, is chump change. Basically, Rich Paul and LeBron are like looking at each other laughing. You know, well, that's all, all it's, all it's going to take for us to... <laughs> to grab him, yeah, 15 yeah, to, keys. To yeah. tell the league that he wants out. So, if I'm the NBA, <laughs> I'm finding LeBron James because you know exactly what's happening here, man. You yeah. talk about inside trading. I mean, right? It's so obvious what's happening. It's the guy is running the NBA. He's running the Lakers. Uh, he's he's being, AD is being represented by his boy, his best friend, Rich. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I don't even know how this is being allowed. If I would have told you a year, two years ago, that there's a better chance of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Kyrie Irving he's being Lakers, to, yeah, being Lakers, than them being Celtics, would you believe me? No. Yeah, crazy. The LeBron part maybe not, but LeBron. Yeah, AD and Kyrie. AD together. Kyrie maybe. Yeah, but it's still sick. I think that's a really good possibility. And Kyrie now is chummy chummy with the, their boys now. Yeah, all of a sudden they're friends. You know, I think it has a lot to do with the forecast too, man. He's in Boston, Boston. in January. It's like minus 140, and he looks at his app and he's like, man, 75 and sunny in LA and yeah. LeBron. That's I guess it's not that bad to play yeah, LeBron. Yeah, why not? You know. So I yeah that. How about when he called him? LeBron was at dinner with with some guys after the with game. With Kevin Love. With Kevin That's Love. That's the crazy part. Right, with Kevin Love. <laughs> how are, like how can that even happen? Yeah. He's at dinner with Kevin Love and he goes, "Look who's calling me." And he knew the Cavs were in town too. That like, little boy that didn't want to play with apologize. me. Apologize. Why are you gonna apologize when Kevin Love's in town? Look Jesus like a, Christ. Like a bitch. But look, I think there's a real good chance that Kyrie is gonna be. A He's coming. Year. I really think there's a chance because if they move Lonzo, which, which they're gonna ship gonna everybody trade. out as soon as possible. Yeah. The ball, the Kuzma, the everybody. They have to. I think so, too. And probably picks. Um, yeah, what are you worried about picks for? You got those three guys. You just surround them with shooters. I guess, but it's like your roster is so depleted. There's like nobody <sighs> around. Kobe off retirement. <laughs> I mean, you get some D-League guys. You'd have to like you know survive with some D-League guys for the rest of the year. Yeah, you or if do. you're bringing you know, other players, just roster spot, roster guys from, from the Pelicans. Because sure look, it's gonna be Ball, it's gonna be Zubox, it's gonna be Kuzma? probably Lance Stevenson, it's gonna be a Kuzma, maybe an Ingram, maybe not. Gone or or stay? Gone. Yeah, yeah. Gone. Those four are gone, and then most likely a pick or two even. So, were, if you were any other team, would you go for AD right now, or you just know that he's not gonna sign with you, so forget it? Supposedly that's the word. Right. Is Anthony Davis is just gonna. If he gets traded somewhere, he's not going to sign with the team that gets traded because he wants to be a Laker. So, but look, we've heard this with Paul George, too, right? Yeah. Lakers could have Paul George for, for Brandon Ingram, who really hasn't shown much. And they didn't pull the trigger, and Zero he improvement fell in love year with... Year. And, yeah, they didn't pull the trigger. Paul George like, hey, you guys didn't want me then. These guys traded assets for me. Now, you know, you hang on to this guy. Now you think you can, you know, sweep me up just because I'm from L.A. Yeah. It's not going to work that way. But how about Anthony Davis in these, um, in these tw tweets? He's got some old tweets, huh? Yeah. Did, let's read some of these tweets from Anthony Davis. What do we got? We got uh, May 8, 2011, 5.44 p.m. This is why no one likes the Lakers. Hashtag hate. <laughs> it's going to look good when he signs with them, right? What else we got? <laughs> Man, these guys are crazy. September 18. Oh, my God. A retweet from King James would be so awesome. How about the one? It's funny seeing Magic Johnson talk about the Lakers in a bad way. Seeing that he played for them. Dot, yeah. dot, dot. This and, uh, is why everybody hates the Lakers. Aha, uh -huh, these Lakers are getting crushed. Everyone go get the brooms. 
Ay, ay, ay. This is 2011 when he was still in college. Maybe he got hacked back then, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Lakers losing 63-39 at halftime. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> That's awesome, man. <laughs> Love that. That's stuff he's going to have to explain if he gets traded, oh, by the way. For sure, yeah. somebody's going to talk to him about that. Definitely. Yeah. Stop tweeting. Dude, so do you think they have enough? They have enough to, to beat the Warriors? Who? If they get those three. Oh, absolutely. KD signs? But absolutely. if they get those three, then they don't get Thompson. Because they're saying they want Thompson too? Oh, yeah, I don't think you could fit Thompson now. There's no way. No, because Kyrie's going to take the max. AD will have a max. <laughs> and, of course, LeBron. How many more years LeBron has? To three? In his career. Yeah, he's got, I think, yeah, I think he's three. Yeah. Especially if he's still on the juice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of scary. You see how a little one injury now, it took him like a month to get back. Oh, yeah. I mean, You're getting older. Injury, yeah, in general is tough. And then you got all the miles on that body. Yeah. Growing injuries are not fun. But, and he's never been injured in his career. No. Of course, he comes to L.A. and gets injured. Right? He's had that back issue a couple times. Yeah. He couldn't handle the heat in San Antonio one year, remember? Yeah. It was too hot or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So... But those three matched up with. You're assuming Clay Thompson goes back. So the word I got, I, I saw somewhere today that Clay Thompson would consider the Lakers if AD comes to the Lakers. But you can't fit all those guys here. If if the Lakers want Kyrie. But well, how about this question? Would you rather have Kyrie on this team or would you rather have Clay Thompson on this team? We really don't have many shooters. I mean, Kyrie would be your best shooter, and he's really not going to be shooting threes. Uh, uh, that's you hard. Just, you need a spot-up shooter. Yeah, Clay I would Thompson take Clay. will drop 45 and dribble the ball. I would times. take Clay. Clay? Yeah. Yeah, he is special. Special. Yeah. Like when he's when he's locked up, or, or he's locked in, and he's ready to shoot the ball, and you know he's open, even when he's not open. I mean, there's like no doubt that ball's going in. And him, LeBron, and Davis—that's a good defensive trio too. Mm. You know, because mm. him and LeBron can lock up anybody. Yeah, and look, you could bring Rajon Rondo back. Yeah, you know, and he Cheap. can play point guard, and he's a formidable guy. Yeah, perfect. He's won titles, and a, yeah, great guy to have, especially with a team like that. So you think Warriors are gonna break up? Like, you think that's gonna end? I just don't see how they can keep these guys together. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't see it. I mean, Cousins won't be there obviously next year. No. He's gonna go sign big as long as he doesn't get hurt, and he's he's doing what he's doing now. Uh, I think Clay Thompson is. Um, I think he's gonna stay. I think at the end of the day, I really do think he's gonna stay. What is the benefit of him leaving the Warriors to go to Lakers? Well, is there? I mean, money. I think it's really the same. It's no. the same, right? Like, yeah, why would he go to Lakers to beat him, his team? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Maybe living in L.A. has something to do with it. Right. Uh, maybe. Families yeah. maybe closer. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, weather, of course. Maybe. I mean, those are all pros to come here. The cons are really, I mean, the chemistry that you've built there. Maybe he doesn't like a few guys. Maybe he doesn't get along with Durant. Who knows? Maybe, you know, J Draymond Green is a guy he probably yeah, maybe you're gonna know time it, yeah. getting along with. You know, who knows? Um, but, I mean, just a chance to play with LeBron? arguably the best player ever. Maybe that has something to do with it. I just, it's hard for me to say that the Lakers are going to get everyone 15 max guys every yeah. offseason, you know, like everybody says. And then, you know, you end up with Lance Stevenson and, and KCP and... Miguel and, McGee. Yeah, JaVale McGee and, and Rajon Rondo. So... Yeah, it's hard. Know, they finally got their max guy. Probably, are you, again, are the you best, the best player, player to ever yeah, play in the game? 100%. Finally. But, you know, it's there's a lot of talk that people don't want to play with him either. I don't know how much I believe in that, but... I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, should be fun. There's yeah. still Durant. There's Kawhi. There's a lot of names out there. So, what if I told you... 
uh, the expiration on Luke Walton's job, is that going to be expired at the end of this season, in this season, or is he going to be the Laker coach next season? No way. You know what I heard? Who you got? Eric Spolstra. Wow. Yeah. LeBron, I thought LeBron hated him. The word is LeBron hates all his coaches. Yeah, definitely. And he liked Ty Lue, in my opinion, because Ty Lue's like a YMCA coach. I don't think Ty Lue really does much. It's like it's like uh, what's what's his face from uh, the Cowboys? That uh, oh. Jason Garrett. Jason. He Gar- doesn't do anything. He is the worst. He is the worst. I, I've never <laughs> seen anybody. <laughs> no emotion. Worse is him. Nothing. That headset of his, <laughs> I guarantee you, doesn't turn on. <laughs> I guarantee you that headset does not turn on. How about them Cowboys? And all he does is clap. Oh, my clap, God. Clap, and that dumb smirk on his face. Look, he had the NFC uh, Pro Bowl. They didn't get how many points they scored. Puts Seven. his hands on his hip. Tries to look like a coach. Doesn't call plays. I mean, he's just... Teal was calling him out. Imagine. Was he? Yeah, he's oh, yeah, I saw that. The Rams beat him, right? He's got to get him rid of him. I mean, yeah. But it's not going to happen with Jerry Jones Why? You know, alive. Because he likes puppets. And he's a yes sir man, and uh, and that's what Jerry Jones wants is a guy who's going to respect him, and whatever Jerry Jones says, that's what's going to happen. And so this know. guy sticking around, I yeah. mean, he is horrible. They're never going to win with that guy around. They got a decent team too. I mean, yeah, you got a quarterback, you got a running back, you, you got, got Mari Cooper. That's right, you do. You got three good-headed guys on that on that offense, and you got a good defense. And that coach is just, I think, in my opinion, he's holding that team back. Talking about the Cowboys, let's talk to a guy who had an opportunity to, to beat the Cowboys. Plays for the secondary and the special teams of your Super Bowl-bound Los Angeles Rams, Blake Countess. Here's my interview with him. All right, being joined by uh, Blake Countess. Blake, uh, thanks for joining the show. Talk to me about the energy and the vibe out there in Atlanta. Um, well, you know, right now it's still a little quiet here in Atlanta. Um, the energy from the team is, you know, going through our regular process, a regular game week. We landed on a Sunday, so uh, we had our Monday, um, our little light, our little light practice on Monday, and then today's our off day, so we're getting ready to get into our work week this week, um, starting tomorrow. What's the weather like out there? It's cold. It's chilly. Yeah. Coming from LA, it's chilly. It's chilly down here. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot better than Minnesota last year, but it is cold. Yeah. Yeah. You're a California guy now, man. Those those California bones I don't am. don't take that Atlanta stuff no more. I am. Yeah. I tell my parents all the time I got spoiled being from <laughs> being from Baltimore, Maryland, and then going to school in Michigan. Uh, I've definitely got spoiled these past three years in Cali. Talk about that, a kid from Maryland. Did you ever think you'd be playing in a Super Bowl? Um, you know, it's one of those things as a kid you grow up you grow up dreaming about really, and it's, for for me to be here and to have this opportunity, it's kind of hard to put into words. Um, but I will say this: that, that this is not um, this is the, the moment is not too big. Uh, we realize that a team that we have a great challenge ahead of us, but we set out for this, and if we weren't here, we would be extremely disappointed. So we set out for this back in OTAs, and this is something that that we have worked for, and we're going to continue to uh, to fight to go get. We got one more milestone to get, and um, you know, we're looking to do that this weekend. That's exactly what we're talking about. You know, I feel like you guys, this, this it doesn't seem too big. The stage doesn't seem too big, and it's not going to bother you guys, right? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, we set out, we set out to be here. You know, this was our goal, and because we are here, we can't we can't allow this moment to be too big for 
for any of us. We, we do realize the magnitude of it, but we cannot allow this moment to be too big because this is this is ultimately what we where, where we saw ourselves come come this week. Yeah, Super Bowl or bust. And I think that's got a lot to do with coaching staffs too. I think you guys got the personnel to win a big game like this, especially against a team like you know Brady in the in the past. But a coaching staff too, right? What's it like uh, being coach under Wade Phillips? Oh, it's, it's great, man. Coach Wade is uh, he's he's truly the player's coach. He's somewhat of a jokester. Uh, he's definitely one of the best in the business. He's he's been. One of the best in the business. He's done this for a long time at a high level. He comes from, you know, a great line of football pedigree. Um, he really is a man, and I can't say enough good things about where he's kind of like that, that cool uncle that you had, you know, somebody that, that, that you know, when you, when, when your dad's getting on your nerves, you can always go to your cool uncle for just a little, just a little different flair of things. So, but yeah. Wade is definitely, you know, great football mind, and he's also a great person. Especially when he's coming off the plane with that badass jacket and and, uh, and cowboy hat, right? Oh yeah, what did you think about that? That, <laughs> that was, was one bad. of my, you know, that's one of my favorite shots of the year. That's badass. I immediately reposted that. One. Yeah, I think that was his father's jacket too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely awesome. it was. Awesome, absolutely it was. Awesome. Hey, talk about confidence, Nikel Roby Coleman. Uh, he, I think he's he's a very confident player, and and he said some things about Tom Brady. I don't think it went too well. I don't think the way it came off. I don't think it went too well. I think I think he meant good. Um, but have you guys told him to, to kind of stay away from the from the microphone? <laughs> um, I don't think anybody told him to stay away. Obviously, you know, it's it's at that point in the week that uh, that reporters they're looking for stories, they're making stories, um, and they're they're looking to trap guys. You know, it, it sounds terrible, mm-hmm. but you know that's that's what a lot of these reporters that's that's what they set out to do. And you know, Nikel being being the, the competitor that he is, he's gonna speak his mind. And we know that about him, we've known that about him. It's not like it's anything new. Um and so he said what he said, man. We we're behind him hundred percent. And you know, everybody everybody knows what was said and we're we're behind him and we we've been behind him, we're gonna keep standing behind him. That's our guy. Yeah. Hey, uh Blake, what's the craziest request you've gotten from family and friends? Um, being in the Super Bowl you know now, I have, I have a very good, you know, family. I have a very good agent, and my agent told me you know, after we won the last game, he said, "Just send everybody to me. Mm-hmm. I will be the bearer of bad news." So I talked to my parents, I talked to my little brother and sister, my immediate family, and they are all taken care of. But outside of that, I sent everybody through my agent. You know, I wasn't dealing with anything. That's awesome. Um, so. I've kind of had to, I haven't, I haven't had to have to, to deal with the the brink of all that. You know, kind of go through my agent first, and then they'll get back to me on the back end if if something wasn't handled. So That's awesome. I haven't really had many requests. Yeah. And you know, I think because I hear some for some of my teammates what they have going on, and anytime somebody you know somebody you know or close to the family is going, you know, obviously everyone wants to be there, but. It is something that we have to handle, and I think we did a good job just the organization handling everything early and getting that out the way so we can focus on winning the ball game. Yeah, that stuff's important. You don't want any distractions, especially this time of year for, for the big one, obviously. Right. Uh, listen, man, I'm going to let you go. I know Tuesday, that today is your off day. Uh, it, last night was opening night. That was a big night for you guys, and uh, really appreciate you coming on. Listen, in 2001, their dynasty started. Uh, just so happened to be against the Rams. It's time for a new dynasty, So so get that work done. And come back here with with the big trophy, okay? 
No doubt. Appreciate you, Blake. Thank you so much, man. No problem. Thank you. All right. Well, that was cool. Blake Countess, obviously a really good guy. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. He, Down to um, earth. He seems like a really good guy. Yeah, good guy, confident. Yeah. It does seem like they're very confident in going there. And like we mentioned earlier in the show, I don't think this stage scares them at all. At all. I, I really don't. And like you said, in OTAs, this is their goal. This is it. The Super Bowl or bust for them. And they won a huge game in New Orleans. Um, you know, I think that was a real, like, battle test for them. Definitely. Yeah. Um, let's get to Super Bowl predictions at the end of the show. Okay. I think um, at least I know where I'm going. I think <laughs> I think I have an idea as to where you're going to. But uh, let's talk a little bit of baseball stuff. The Dodgers, A.J. Pollock, uh, they picked him up. He reminds me of a guy who's a hard-nosed guy who is basically a Yasiel Puig without all of all the, the, uh, all of the all mess the and the headaches and the baggage. Um, because he's basically – you numbers are exactly Yasiel Puig. Um, he's a right-handed hitter. He's going to play very good center field. Uh, of course, Puig was in right, but he's Pollock is known to be a very good center fielder. And he's a guy who's going to be a good locker room guy. Look, they've, they've put this team together with a bunch of hard-nosed blue-collar guys. Yeah. With David Fries and now A.J. Pollock and Joe Kelly. And then you got Turner and Seager and Bellinger and, uh, and uh, Clayton Kershaw. And you don't have the guys who are taking at-bats off or games off and Yasiel Puig and Matt Kemp and, y and Yasmani Grandal. Like, those guys reminded me of guys who just take some at-bats off. Right. And I feel like these guys are just hard-working dudes who just can't wait to come to the park and play. And you think they could put it together again, start another run? Well, I think they're missing a, a big-time pitcher. Pitcher, right? I think yeah. they are. The, the 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 staff is decent right now, but I don't think it's gonna is good enough. I mean Walker Bueller, we know who he is now. I mean he's a he's big time pitcher. Yeah. Um, but Kershaw is is at best a number three, and then you got a bunch of guys who you know you kind of understand and get get them, but you don't really. I mean Julio Urias. So Kershaw slip into three, huh? Maeda, yeah, he's probably gonna be their number two, but he's not a true number two. Right. Not anymore. He's got to reform his game a little bit and his and his stuff. Some new pitches. He's got to bring a change up into his game because he's topped out at 89, 90 miles an hour. Yeah. So, uh, but I love I love the group of guys at least. They're 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 gonna get out. They're gonna play for you. They're gonna play hard for you. Um, but you get a guy like Corey Kluber. I think it's a different. It's a whole new ball game. Their bullpen is is decent. At least you got a bridge now to Kenley Jansen with Joe Kelly. I was shocked they signed a reliever to <laughs> yeah. a million dollar contract. <laughs> For three years, absolutely shocking. I, I, I was I couldn't believe they did that. Um, but do that's you, big. Do you think Roberts is gonna hold us back again? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> right? I can't stand. The plus minus on him is crazy. You know, yeah, Dave is a guy who just you know he's like too nice for himself. I I, I feel like you know most of the time nice guys you know they. They do finish last, and yeah. he was a game away from winning a World Series. He was a couple games away from winning a second World Series. So you can't knock him for that. I think nowadays, in in all respective sports, managers and coaches, it's all about really taking care of their egos and personalities rather than X's and O's in baseball or basketball. And you got to just you got to prepare for these guys' personalities and egos, and that's Definitely. what you're managing now. You're massaging these guys rather than like going out and you know. Putting putting a play together for basketball. You think anybody listens to Luke Walton in a huddle? Nope. I mean, you you see when 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 LeBron was healthy, 
I mean, he's looking up to like section 300, <laughs> you know, and he, you think he's going to listen to Luke Walton for, for, to drop a play to win a I game? I know. It's so like, tough, though. Get out of my way. I mean, right? So that's, that's the new age sports now. What about Bryce? Where does he land? Stays in? You know, I think there's a chance he goes back to Washington. It's funny how the Padres think they, they can somehow <laughs> land a Machado <laughs> or a Harper. And if they do, it's going to be a one- or two-year deal, like $30 million a year or something crazy like that. But, you know, I think Philly has a good shot at, you know, Harper at least. Uh, but I think he ends up going back to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how the market's just, like, quiet. No one wants to dish out all that cash. Yeah, that's got a lot to do with it not having a salary cap major yeah. baseball because these guys come out with these ludicrous deals in the offseason, 10 years, $400 million yeah, deals. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, nobody's going to sign those guys for that. But if you had a salary cap in place, like, you know, like 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 the CBA. Um, Football. In in um, the collective bargaining for the uh, for basketball, basketball, you have something in stone set yeah. in stone where you have to follow some sort of guidance. Where you have a max player in Kyrie Irving, you know he's going to get thirty-two million dollars in, in the offseason, yeah. or whatever but it is, you know. But in baseball, it's not like that. There's no salary cap, so it's like it's almost illegal as a GM because you don't have to worry about that stuff. Anything. Yeah, and you just go out and go crazy. I mean, the difference between three hundred and four hundred million. I mean. Yeah. I, yeah. And for Harper, I don't even know to why. To request that. I'm just... Yeah. But why would you even want a 10-year... That's like being married for 10 years. Yeah. That, to me, is kind of crazy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> about you? But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> being, being married to a team for 10 years... I'm very happy. That's a, <laughs> I know she's listening. She's probably our only I listener. I wish I had a 10-year... She's probably our only listener of the show anyways. So. My wife? Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's listening as we speak. So, anyways, I, I don't even know why I love you would even request that. I would, you know, you maybe a four or five year deal with some opt outs or whatever, but who knows? Um, JT Realmuto is a guy that being rumored to go to the Dodgers or the Reds or the Padres. Um, you know, he's good. He's a great player. Struck out a hundred times in the last three seasons, though. Uh, he's got some pop. He's good behind the dish. He can bat two seventy, two eighty, and the thing is, is the Dodgers are holding back from their big prospect, Kilbert Ruiz who they think will be up next year, wow. who's a stud, catching stud. they got another kid, Will Smith. But Ruiz, if you're so high on Real Muto, and if the if the Miami Marlins are just asking for Ruiz and some B prospects, why wouldn't you do it if you're so high on Real Muto? Right. If you're so high on Ruiz, just hold on to whoever you got in Russell Martin and, and Austin Barnes, call it a day, bridge yourself to, to Kilbert Ruiz next year. Russell Martin, wow. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast, Russell Martin. So... You know, it was funny. I thought my buddy and I saw him at a restaurant in in LA at, at in downtown. Wow! <laughs> I was like going to the bathroom, <laughs> and I said, "Oh, dude, Russell Martin's here." You know, sitting by the bathroom. <laughs> so he, this guy looked exactly like him. He probably had 20 more pounds on him, right? So I'm like, "Damn, this guy got big." This was like a month ago. <laughs> so my buddy walks out and he like gives him a nod, like it's Russell. Yeah. yeah. He's looking at him like, <laughs> "Yeah, who's guy? Why are you nodding at me for?" <laughs> he had like four of his other posse guys. So. I didn't know my buddy did that, right? So now we're leaving, and he's he want, buddy wants to go out the other door. So I'm like, no, let's go past Russ. Russ, you know, yeah. Make sure you know it's him. So I go by him, and I'm like, oh man, I left the left the restaurant. I told my buddy, I got to do that. That's so funny, man. It wasn't him. He's like, it wasn't. I like, no, he goes, <laughs> I, I fucking gave him a nod and everything, dude. He looked at me like, who the fuck? Who the hell are you, man? What are you nodding to me for? Jesus. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. Um, but uh, Super Bowl predictions. Let's hear it. We're you, a few days away. You want me to go first? You go for it. <sighs> you know, you, I can't go against the Patriots. That's mm-hmm. I think that, 
But I think Go the, ahead, man. But I, think the, but I think the Rams are going to pull it off. I think they're going to pull it off. You have that feeling. I have the feeling. Yeah. I think it's going to be the end to the chapter. Mm-hmm. That does seem. Was it because of that Blake Countess interview? Did that get yeah, pump me up, I think. Yeah. I, I think, I think that if that, guy, if that guy believes, they're all going to believe. Yeah, it's true. And I really don't think they're that good, the Patriots. I know it's so, like... We say the same thing about every year and the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, right. It's like the, it's the same guys over and over. Last year's Super Bowl, they went, they lost to the Eagles. My buddy and I, another friend, were sitting up by the TV, we're watching post game. We both looked at each other and said, "Well, I guess that's it for the Patriots." He looked at me and said, that. "I said, yeah, you know, probably." But then I said, "That division is terrible." Oh, they're, so they're going to win their division every year, as long as those two guys are around, Belichick and Brady. By the way, those two guys, you might disagree with me. That's the best combo duo in NFL history and we will never see a better duo in NFL history. I think I used to disagree but I think I'm um cuz I'm 49er look but look who he's taking to Super Bowl. Yeah, look at his guys. Yeah. Look who he's taking there. Hogan, uh, just just yeah, nobody. I mean, they're guys who are like two or threes on on other teams and they're they're ones and twos for him. He's got a decent run game. Oh, I might change my pick. <laughs> I'm talking you into the Pats. This isn't supposed to be this way. But you know the thing about it is, is that what he demands is protection, Tom Brady. He demands protection. Yeah. That dude can sit back there, have a cup of coffee, and then figure out, you know, whatever play is going to develop, he can throw it to, to his guy. they got to hit him in the mouth, dude. You know, you can't get to him. I know, it's you crazy. You can't get to him. That's the, that's the key to Tom Brady and everybody else. That's why he's 41 and playing in Super Bowls because he's never had major injuries. But you he's can't never be, been hit. You can't be passive like the Chiefs and rush three and give them all t- like. No, you can't. How about the Chiefs? That dude, that dude was offsides to win the game. They picked the ball. Flag goes up in the air for offsides. Offsides. I mean, Patriot season is over. He was offside at the Pro Bowl the other day. Was he? No. He was lined up offside again. <laughs> Bro. You serious? I swear. <laughs> Probably did it on purpose. Jesus. But the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. The Patriots are going home just by that dude's toe being offsides. Ah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. And then after the game, he's, he he would admit it or something. He said I wasn't offsides. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw you. Yeah. All right, so I'm taking the Rams plus two. Okay, but what's the score? <sighs> are they at plus two or plus three now? Uh, I just checked. I think it's it was two and a half when you. Two and a half. Yeah. So what what do you got for a final score? Thirty-one twenty-six Rams. I like that. I I was I'm I'm at 31 31 27. Okay. LA Rams. 31 26. Yeah. 31 27. Yeah, 31 26. Golf wins MVP. I can see that. Or like CJ having like two or three touchdowns yeah. and like 80 yards. Yeah. Gurley's got to show up. He does, and I think Gurley doesn't like big games, man. I think he's I a regular he's... season running back. I hate saying that and I hope he's going to prove me wrong in a couple days, but I just feel like he's he's just I mean, the way he looked against the Saints was just downright ugly. Yeah. And in the regular season, he's a maniac. But he's got to be hurt. Something's got to be wrong with him. I mean, he he dropped easy balls straight to his chest. It's crazy. He dropped. And one was for a first down. The other one slipped through his hands. And, for a, for and a you pick. can't make those plays against those against Patriots. You can't They'll, make mistakes. You can't. You can't. You cannot. You can't make mistakes. No, no, it's a time of year where you gotta, you gotta be clean. You gotta be. And uh, McVeigh plays it safe, or just plays it like how he's been doing it. No, no, how he's been doing. He's it. He's going right. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, like the Eagles did with the the Philly special. You had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just you're gonna you're gonna do what you what you've done to get you there. Yeah. 
Yeah, because if be he fun. plays it safe, he'll he'll stick with him for the rest of his yeah. life if they lose. And he, he's a guy who's got balls. He's he's gonna and he's gonna go for it for sure. Yeah, I like the Rams. Uh, if if I'm gambling on the game, I I take the Rams. Um, I, I think the over is 55 or 56. That's huh. gonna be close. Tails. I'm not too uh, I'm not too confident in that one. But uh, you're going tails. I'll go heads. Okay. And the who's singing the national anthem? Isn't it Gladys Knight? I don't know. I don't know if that was. This is the halftime show. But I, but no, the halftime show is Maroon Five. Oh, again? Yeah. <laughs> halftime show, Super Bowl, Maroon Five, Gladys Knight. It is right. Yeah. Yeah, Gladys Knight singing. <laughs> That's awesome. Here's what to know. So we'll see. Uh, listen, we got a couple questions. Okay. We got a guy from Hawaii who's checking in on us. Aloha. Yeah. Um. He's saying, uh, his name is uh, Marco, and he's from Hawaii. What up? He's got a couple questions. Okay. He's got a Laker question. He's got a Rams question. The Laker question, first, do you think the Lakers will get AD? And if they do, do they think AD will be an immediate game changer in a shooter league? 1,000% yeah. game changer. Yeah. I mean, if that's, if that's yeah, I mean, he's, he's absolutely going to change everything for the Lakers. By the way, AD doesn't stay healthy. I feel like he's hurt all the time too. He's he's always got something. Right? It's like these nagging broken injuries. pinky, Dude, nice. uh, his calf. It's just like weird things. I know. Just all the time. It is. I, I feel like he's never healthy. But yeah, he's gonna be a game changer. AD is huge. He's 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 big time. I mean, that's a guy. You pair him up with LeBron and or another superstar. That's that's game changing for the entire league. AD and LeBron. It's yeah, amazing. That's dude. pretty good duo. Uh, the second question, do you feel McVay is like a young Belichick? He's labeled the boy wonder. Why not pass the torch this Sunday? Right? Yes. Yeah. He is. He's, He's younger than me. Yeah, 30, 33 he turned. He's younger than me, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so um, no doubt, Marco. Appreciate the questions. But, uh, yeah. He's McVay is the boy wonder, and he's right. Why not? Why not pass the torch this weekend? It's a good time to do it, and I feel like that um, that dynasty. I I I just have a good feeling that's going to come to an end this Sunday, but uh, who knows, man? That's why you play the games, right? Definitely, you got to play the game. You got to show up on Sunday. Yep. All right, man. Well, this was fun. This was fun. Yeah. Try not to uh, go too crazy on Sunday watching no. the game. Yeah. I'm going to do my best to uh, to keep it cool and calm. So until next time, this is Mike Up Radio. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys.